Oh, brilliant. It works. Well, obviously, I was the one who fixed it. Now, what's our position? Oh, right. Um, we seem to be entering the Southern Hemisphere. Coordinates negative 9163111212. Looks like we're going to have a bit of a trek up to the beacon, but not more than two miles. Sending route to both of you now. This doesn't seem to come close to any large bodies of water. It's mostly desert. Are you sure that there aren't any alternative routes? No. Sorry, Remy. Any water seems to be in underground reservoirs, or top side of the planet's hemisphere. <sighs> Why is it so cruel? I thought these beacons were supposed to land near some kind of water source, but no. Over 11 planets and still nothing. <sighs> you complain about this every time. Why do you want... Need! Why do you need to find water? Oh, oh. Is it to find the planet's source of life? No. It is even more important than that. If you say beach day, I swear. Jean de plage! Wait, what? Where's the eject button? Oh, come on, Shawnee. Don't you think we deserve a little downtime? Je pourrais aller nager, construire un château de sable. Je pourrais regarder la vie marine. Remy. Oh, right. Well, my body is still recovering from my recent traumatic experience. Being locked in a room for less than an hour hardly seems to be traumatic. You try being trapped with a dangerous, flesh-eating test sample. I could have ended up like every other scientist character in a budget superhero movie. That could have been my villain origin story. <laughs> what would your villain name even be? Hmm. Oh, please, God, no. Je pense que cela quelque chose de cool et mystérieux. Mais attends. Il faut que c'est quelque chose de sexy. Vous avez des suggestions? Not interested. Oh, come on, Johnny. What did I do to deserve this? Well, I'd say it was accidentally activating lockdown and jamming comms so that we couldn't bother you while you were trying to fix it. But, I mean, I don't know. It could be anything, really. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. Oh, are you guys making fun of our star crew member? Uh... But, of course. Anyway, what's our status, Sam? Oh, wait. Let me turn this off real quick. Need to save battery. Log 51 of this last voyage. We're on the outer vector of Magnolia, making our first descent onto a planet at coordinates MAF 34T, which is roughly 300 light years away from Earth. Our first contact mission is Jonathan Choi, Remy Dubois, and myself. These are the official field notes of Andrea Shaw. The landscape we have arrived on is wide and hilly. Makes us seem like a rolling ocean in still photo. Blue ground also helps with that image. Maybe it's the presence of steel in the ground? But the soil is a deep blue colour. I'm pretty thankful that the soil isn't loose, since there's a considerable amount of wind here. What's even more interesting is that... Wheels are alive with the sound of science. Remy, don't just run off. With songs they have sung- Oh, man, till you need the pool! How... How have you not died yet? Oh, this is probably my dashing good looks and amazing wit. Andrea, take a look at these holes. They look like they're burrowing creatures. Quite a few of them, too. Really? Where are... Ah! Shit! Hey, there are some over there, as well. My foot went straight through an intersection of tunnels, and it looks like they go pretty deep. 
Whatever made these holes didn't have a rooting system, which means that it must have been some kind of animal. Hello, Premier. New Devon Hey, you two! Keep moving! We still need to find this beacon. Johnny, I'm going to need ten minutes. <sighs> no, Remy, he's right. We better get a move on. We only have three hours worth of oxygen in these tanks. And we'll probably see what made them further along. <sighs> well then, what are we waiting for? Elonzi! Alright, so, quick update. We're nearly at the beacon, which seems to be further off than expected, but I'm still picking up a signal. Jonathan said that it must have been the wind that blew it down after it sent its projected coordinate. Would explain why the winds are so much stronger here anyway. We left the fields almost 30 minutes ago and entered this ravine structure with tall cliff faces on a relatively gravelly soil bed, fairly narrow pathways and layered rock with shifting shades of blue. It almost feels like going deeper and deeper underwater as the blue fades in vibrancy and gradient. <sighs> um, seems like the sedimentation process is similar, just using that same blue soil from the field, which Remy told me could also be titanium depending on the composition of this planet. So these beacons are only supposed to be transmitting signals if they found planets with a similar composition to Earth Alpha. You know, before we messed it up with two chemical wars, global warming, and four pandemics after the 22nd century. But I'm going off track. <clears throat> We've also been checking out these potholes along the way. In the beginning, they couldn't have been wider than 20 to 30 centimeters. But the deeper we go into this ravine, the bigger they seem to get. The biggest one we've found so far had a two meter circumference, but I have a feeling they're only going to get bigger. There's no way of telling what's made these holes yet, or if they were even made by the same species, but, but Remy has been cataloguing his findings as well. It would be good to cross-reference our field notes later. I should probably do that. Andrea, come take a look at this. Huh? Oh, yeah, what did you find? Where's... Oh, wait, 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 You almost stepped on it. Oh, uh, sorry. Hmm. I think these are the tracks of the beings making the holes. Though this set of prints is much smaller than I expected. Maybe they are the young for the bigger ones. But look at them. Have you seen the imprints of the paws of some kind? Then some have claw marks. It seems like almost... But wait. If these are the tracks of its kids, then where are the parents' tracks? Maybe they're deeper underground? Or, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, can't you, uh, can't you do, uh, you sleep for a very long time, right? A coma? No, 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 no. Uh, when you, when you do it on purpose. <laughs> That's morbid. Um, napping, hibernating. Yes, yes, hibernating. Maybe the parents are hibernating. Maybe we shouldn't try and wake them up. Look, 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 look. Right up there on that ridge. Something's moving. Look, see there it goes. I see it too. Damn, that thing is fast. What are you two? Shh. Can't you see it? Right up there. It's small, but it seems to be some kind of uh, long, furry noodle creature. You mean the thing running around in circles? Like Andrea after two cups of coffee. Exactly. Hey. Wait, wait. What is it doing now? Why is it getting so close to the edge? Oh my god! Out of the way! 
crap, that thing's long. Jump, Johnny. Jump. Oh, God, I can't watch. <laughs> no way. He caught it. What? Seriously? How? I'm a survival expert, asshole. Woo. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go take a nap. Hell yeah. Uh, wait, Johnny, there's a pothole. Oh my god, I think he's dead. Never mind that. What about the noodle cat thing? It looks dead. Oh, it is not moving. Okay, I do not see a clear functioning respiratory system, though let's not jump to conclusions too soon about that. Uh, maybe it has some alternative breathing pattern or a biological arrangement for breath intake. Why don't I check for a pulse and maybe we can see if maybe... What the hell is going on? It's alive! That's amazing! How is this possible? That wasn't a possible thought. Maybe I just mislocated it. no. You can't pet the alien. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have misheard you. You'd expect me not to pet the first real life form we've come into contact with. You literally caught it mid-air with no protective measures and you still have expectations for me? Yes. Besides, I want to know how this thing survived that fall. Or why it was trying to off itself, apparently. Hmm, that is a good question. It doesn't seem aerodynamic in the slightest. His body is almost as long as my arm span. Hey there, little guy. And you the cutest, longest fairy thing ever. Oh, yes, you are. Ow, the thing bit me. God, it drew blood. <laughs> Seriously, I just told you not to touch it's it. It's literally wrapped around your arms and neck, Jonathan. <sighs> Remy, go treat Shaw. I'm going to go up. Fuck. Jonathan, what's wrong? I'm fine. Nook, sit down right now. I said, I'm fine. See, even Noodle thinks you should listen. Noodle? Come on, his name is clearly Laxamir. What the hell is Laxamir? <laughs> don't need to tell you anything. Who's the Malaysian Noodle? Is that so? Fine, I'll sit down. Hey, Remy. Could you take a look? I think he's messed up his ankle. Um, sure. Uh, okay, let's see. What do we have here? Um, okay. It looks like you just sprained your ankle, luckily, but I don't think we should try to continue any further. I'll go call the shuttle, but first we need to get out of this ravine. Um, what? I'm just wondering what we are going to do about this space ferret. Noodle. Laxamite. Whatever. Stay still while I... And that's enough from me. Remy? Oh, not a chance. So... Who's going to tell the captain? Not it. Hello and welcome to the credits for today's episode, Encounter. My name is Jerry Sonnen and I am the director and voice of Captain Locklear on Shellshocked. The voices on this episode were Beth Neild as Andrea Shaw, Ella Moran as Zahn, Brad Kulbrock as Remy Dubois, Eurasian Rob as Jonathan Chow, and Sophia Dermetsitz as the very long good boy, Loxame. Special thanks to Angelina Spitz on sound editing. Now, keeping this short so that you can move on with your day, you know that we have social media accounts, at Podshellshocked if you've forgotten. You can guess where they're at, you know, the typical places like Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, the whole nine yards. And if you're bored, why not follow us? We have a bunch of new content going up on there and some fun interactive stuff that you could do. And you know what? Tell a friend. 
podcast law declares that word of mouth is one of the best ways to support the shows you like. That and rating and reviewing us on iTunes. And speaking of support, why don't you head down to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash shellshockpodcast101. Patrons will have access to new content faster, hints about episodes, and much, much more. Awesome. Now, fun fact for today's episode, ever wondered what space smelled like? Well, according to astronauts, it's a mix between hot metal and sizzling steak. So apparently a galactic barbecue. Thanks for listening and have a nice day.